0: Welcome to Walking Our Path Together, a series of audio stories exploring Yukon College's journey towards reconciliation. Over the course of the series, we'll hear from people who are connected with the college, and we'll also hear voices of people throughout the Yukon: elders, educators, community leaders, and youth. This is Episode 3. Around the campfire. Head behind the main buildings on Yukon College's I Am to Get campus in Whitehorse, walk a little ways on a path leading into the woods, and you'll find Roddy's Camp. Nestled into the trees, there's a fire pit with benches to sit on and a shelter if it rains or gets too cold. Roddy's Camp is a comfortable spot where the college community, students, staff, and elders, can gather weekly to spend time together, tell stories and learn from each other. Everyone is welcome. In this episode, we'll spend some time out at Roddy's camp and hear the voices of people sitting around the campfire. Just a note before we start. All of this audio was recorded at the campfire so you'll hear bits and pieces from the environment in the recording. The crackling of the fire, the hum of the wind, and even the songs of nearby birds.
1: Good. One match this time. <laughs> well done. <laughs> I'm Deborah Lee Raytee. I'm the First Nation Cultural Coordinator here at I Am to get Campus. And uh, right now I'm just getting the fire going for our weekly campfires out at Roddy's Camp. Doing a campfire um, is basically bringing students, staff, everyone just together around the fire with some elders. And uh, we have some good old-fashioned bush tea and... Uh, Bannock um, might that, be arriving today and, and
2: this is Howard's place for the walking. Do
3: you know? No. What's the best glue? Uh, no tanner. Do you see that a commercial where that big gorilla
4: <laughs> comes running
2: It's a Gorilla glue is more
3: crop.
2: Isn't
1: that carpentry glue?
4: <laughs>
2: ah, same thing. Good <laughs>
5: for everything. You
2: don't have to be a carpenter. So no. You know that song? <laughs> I need a I need a backup. Deborah Lee, you know that song? <laughs> I need a backup. Song? No. But who sings that? <laughs> I
5: don't know.
3: Well, that's a good, quite a good
5: group, I don't know. Whenever you're going to gather together, um, it's always, somebody is always bringing food. You're always eating. Always. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's got their secret recipe for their bannock, and so do I. Jean <laughs> Mariah Green Line I come from Klavik Northwest Territories. Um, Going to the college here, I've been attending it for a couple of years and um, I enjoy it. I've gone to a few colleges, but yet this is the most supportive that I've found. I'm doing office admin and um, I was thinking of going to business and like there are times when you're sitting around a fire like this where you actually think about those things like where do I want to go and where do I want to head. at first it was very difficult it really was my first year my son wanted to go home all the time my daughter um she was like she missed home um they had gone home and then they returned um and like you missed the family you missed that whole. and then as i was here i started calling home and having the support and of my family saying, like, you're there for a reason, enjoy your education. And there are still times when I get pretty lonesome and I would call my Gigi, like, grandpa. And, and then just to hear his voice and know that I have that support, I d- think it's quite important. Um, you have to have that structure and that support, otherwise it, you get pretty lost. The homework sometimes can be heavy, but coming here is relaxing and it's refreshing. It's something that um, I definitely enjoy. It reminds me of when I was a kid. The whole smell of how the campfire, the sounds, the crackling, it's it's all pretty good. Everyone has their own way of saying it, being connected to the Creator, being connected to God, and just being connected to the land.
1: So, um, we started started utilizing the Roddy's camp um, as students started asking for campfires. We just wanted to just make more use of that outdoor classroom that Roddy Blackjack is named after. Roddy Blackjack played a big part w- um, back in the days with land claims. He was really big on education and uh, believing in the outdoors, be in your area to be educated, not just in the classroom. Just having a fire and having some tea over the fire, and sometimes we have bannock. Just and and just sharing stories, and elders sitting there talking about their youth, you know, and what they learned and what they how they grew up. Um, it's warm, it's comforting, and students feel like, especially the northern students that are here away from home, um, feel like it's a touch of home for them, you know, because that's what we do at home. We uh, we sit around the fire, whether it's indoor or out at camp, and we uh, we drink tea and share stories. That's oral history, right? So we pass on these things through, through stories.
6: Hi, uh, my name is Natsuko. I'm from Japan. I'm studying in this college to take the uh, heritage and culture course. Uh, This is the first year for me, I'm excited. Uh, It's kind of a, a long story, but anyway, I'm a writer and I'm interested in record history. Uh, especially oral history in in writing. Actually, I live in a small community in Japan, so I would like to uh, record my community's history. So I come here to study how to record or uh, pass on to the next generation. It's very uh, exciting. Everything, everything is exciting. I didn't expect to study here. Most of my classmates are some First Nations. It's very interesting. I'm expecting to meet uh, people uh, and uh, hear something from elders to get inspired.
0: In mid-June, a campfire session was used to welcome a new employee to the college. Dr. Wally Rood came from Alberta to join Yukon College as the registrar and dean of enrollment services. He spent a morning with elders Shirley Adamson, Roger Ellis, and Philip Gattinsby around the campfire, sharing stories and learning about Yukon's indigenous history. Here is Shirley Adamson.
3: Uh, We have a word called dule, and you're going to hear it throughout the Yukon with the Athabaskan-speaking peoples. And they refer to it as law. But um, we believe everything has energy. Everything, even, you know, all of the living, breathing, flying, swimming, every breathing thing has energy. And the inanimate objects have energy. And we know this when we uh, use the plants and the animals for food and for medicine, because what we're doing is we're taking that energy into ourselves. So we pray and we give thanks to that, to that transfer of energy. Now, Dulé goes beyond that. It describes that relationship to those and also to the metaphysical. And it, it instructs us on in how we must conduct ourselves to live in harmony with all those other energies, the physical and the metaphysical.
4: my name is Philip Alexander Gattensby my real name is young Leslie. that's the name that was given to me before I was born if you think about it you know it's like it's like a you know when you sit like this I mean it's a simple little thing a campfire conversation yeah. right but it's like making a stew right all of us put something into that and pretty soon it becomes a pretty rich food, you know. And then we all eat from it. We share and we gather gather strength from it. Makes us healthy. We have an ancestral line, right? Our ancestors are tied up in our DNA. We, We have that, right? You have yours, right? I have mine. And it's interesting because they're not gone because they're alive inside of us. So when we sit like this, our ancestors connect with each other they, 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 and it's an, an amazingly powerful thing when our ancestors can come together. One of the things in, in our lives is we're taught, um, we, you know, put your mind to it, you can do this and you can do that and you can do this, but in our culture, uh, traditionally, we included our ancestors in everything. Like Shirley said, how everything we did honoured that, right? And, and we are very cognizant of their presence in everything, every breath, every heartbeat. Mm-hmm. So I think that part of our movement here now requires for us to invite our ancestors to be with us. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to do this, right? But I need your help. You know, a fundamental sort of knowing um, in in our culture is that is that this body that you see here, this is the earth. I am the earth, and. Uh, And that you know, at some point, my this body will go back to the earth. I'm not from the earth. I am the earth, and I'll return to the earth. And you know, my watch will last a little longer because of the metal, but it too, over time, will turn back to the earth again. And so um, we have that in common. You and I have that in common, right? We're both the same earth. We're not different earth. And so um, we we get that, right? That's one of our connections we have inside of us a, they call it the spark of life or you could call it your spirit but there's my my grandmother said uh, referred to it as a fire we have a fire burning inside of us and that fire keeps our bodies warm even at 40 below our bodies are still 98.6 or 37 degrees um you know, and so when you, if you were asked people kind of in a scientific sort of way well, what makes our bodies warm, all the explanations would suggest fire, like we burn our calories, you know it would all you know there's many different explanations, but all refer to fire. so my grandmother said we had a fire burning, and it 's our spirit, and so you and I, we have the same life force we don 't have a different life force we, we have exactly the same, so we're we 're tied to each other that way they say um water right the water we we're i don't know what it is it's like 75% or something water and we know that the water that we that's inside of our bodies is not new water i mean we always say we drink fresh water but i don't believe there's any such thing as fresh water it's all it's as old as the earth right which is something like a 4.5 billion year old water, right? So, you know, inside of our bodies are 4.5 billion years old water. And the water has recycled itself many, many, many times in 4.5 billion years, has done this loop de loop where it came and gave life to something, was absorbed into the earth, and then was drawn back into the sky and went and fell again and gave life to something else. And so, I mean, if you think about it, in 4.5 billion years, And the water that's in our bodies right now, like how many flowers have bloomed from this water? How many fish have swum through this water? How many seedlings have sprouted or leaves have unfurled? Or how many animals drank this water for life? The water that's giving me life right now. And you and I, we have the same water. Like if you took a bucket and you could wring us out like dishcloths and get all the 75% every drop, once our waters hit the bucket, you wouldn't be able to tell us apart. We would be exactly identical. And so that means we're, we're 75% identical to one another, identical substance, and then we breathe the air. And uh, since we've been talking to each other, we've breathed each other's air, and air is like the water. It's not new, it's recycled. Our, our waste is uh, the plants food and plants waste is our food and so that same exact cycle has been happening from the beginning of of time and so we're the same we're the same um earth we're same water we're the same fire and we're the same air and so you know that that's to me the relationship if i could see that then we would be bound incredibly to one another right without question Annie Ned was one of the last holy people here, right? Uh, And she, uh, it was her great-granddaughter, was running across the floor, and Annie Ned looked at her and she said, ah, my ongoing breath. And, you know, when I heard that, I thought that is the coolest thing I ever heard, right? What a wonderful way of putting it. And I realized that when she said that, that was the absolute truth, that that little girl had Annie Ned's blood inside of her body, her life, her breath was inside of her. And then later, you know, Annie Ned passed, you know, and and later you you see the woman who's become a woman now and she has children. And I look at the children, I think, oh my gosh, that's Annie Ned's life inside them. Like her breath is there, right? And uh, it made me think about my own ancestors and how I act like they're gone. But obviously, they're inside my, my body. They're inside my cells, in my DNA. And um, if there was a way, if we really wanted to indigenize, if there was a way to access them, you know, to have cellular memory or to, you know, to wake that up, man, that would be so incredible. It would, it would help us to remember. I think that's what we have to do is remember who we are. And if we remember who we are, then we'll be able to see who we're not. And I think we spend a lot of time trying to be what we're not or who we're not.
2: want to start by saying how, uh, how moving this this morning has been I I feel like you have you've each spoken so well so authentically and I've actually not to not to boast but I feel like I have listened I, and I've been learning a lot about learning more things thing things that I've been trying to learn anyway they've, they've been reinforced I was struck by this notion of Sort of celebrating the inherent worth of every human being, you know, regardless of their skin color or their history, and and struck by this idea, Phil, that the First Nations community has has something to give, and I and I, I believe I've been growing into that knowledge, and I've been on a journey of. Of I guess my own reconciliation around what kind of glasses have I been wearing, um, in terms of how I have been seeing other people, and that's why you know this moment here has been so exciting for me, and uh, to think about my role at the college and and how how can I in a small way create conditions in which we value the inherent, are uh, we we cultivate the inherent value of every, every human being, every student that we get to serve uh, at, the, at the college. Um, so it's, yeah, it's about relationships and taking off those blinders, those ideas we have about other people, preconceived ideas that are often negative, you know, and just being humble enough to hear people's stories and and accept them for the journey that they're that they're on. Um, so yeah, those are those are some thoughts that I have. I, this makes me want to do this more. This this kind of speaking well, listening, and because I think it it breaks down barriers and. Uh, and in some ways, what responsibility do I take on as being connected to someone who came from? My ancestors are from Europe. I'm part of the, the colonizers. Um, that's, that's my heritage. I have to come to grips with that. But I don't want that to force me to be stuck in a place where I can't also move forward in terms of cultivating relationships with Indigenous people. And, and working together. Like I don't want to be invisible um, either. So I really, I'm really struck by this, this whole idea of relationship and, and cultivating the practices, the laws maybe, as you talked about, Phil, that move us towards healthy relationships with ourselves, with others, um, with a higher power and with our communities. And that's a that's a beautiful vision of uh, celebrate kind of becoming the, the best version of ourselves. Kind of celebrating our humanity and embracing who we are and all the goodness that we have to offer uh, the world.
0: project and to help tell this story this audio story was produced by lc creative for yukon college original music is by jonah Barr. find us on itunes or look for the next episode at and while you're there you can sign up for notifications when a new story is released